We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. My name is Jari Bolander. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ethos Podcast. On this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into the traits, values, beliefs, and skills of all sorts of entrepreneurs to learn how to build a more ethical, inclusive, and resilient world. Let's get started. Today on the podcast, I interview my good friend Marvin Rapp, who is doing something pretty amazing with, of all things, Bridge. Marvin is an avid board and card gamer with a collection of over 250 games in his living room and recently discovered the card game Bridge as an avenue to increase his social circle. He relocated to Las Vegas in 2014 after 26 years in Silicon Valley. When not thinking about how to start the best bridge club on the West Coast, he's the, he's the IT manager for a startup in the San Francisco Bay Area and is the owner of Generian Tech, a one-man tech consulting company where he provides on-demand support to small businesses and individuals all over Las Vegas and the country. Marvin and I have been at four startups together, so we've been through some tough times. Right now, he's into the card game Bridge and is trying to bring all his Bridge friends online to play. I consider Marvin an expert in Generian technology or how all those silver surfers use technology and the internet. This is especially important now that we have to be physically distant from each other and a lot of our socializing is now done online. This is particularly hard for seniors since they are used to getting together, especially when they play Bridge. We talk a lot about Bridge in this podcast and the challenges he has seen getting the older generation to use technology and play online. In particular, some of the assumptions that us Gen Xers make about simple things like how to use a mouse, a browser, or even what's all this right-clicking stuff anyway. 
I always like talking with Marv, and and this conversation is a great one to understand how the older generation is handling the shelter in place, what opportunities there might be, and why we should all at least try to play bridge. Now, let's get better together. Marvin Rapp, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm actually really excited to talk with you because we talk a lot on the phone and on video and FaceTime uh, because we've been friends for a long time. I think, what, 15 years or something like that? Uh, 2006. 2006. So 14 years. Man, that's a long time. A long time. Yep. We we first met at Tagent, right? That's right. We met at Tagent in November of, of 2006. Wow. I remember Tajin back in the day. <laughs> we were trying to. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other level of yeah. Yes, that's a whole other one. So, um, well, you know what? What's really cool about our conversation today, which we'll get to in a second, is what you're trying to do with like the new community that you found around Bridge, which I think is super fascinating for so many reasons. But you know, before we do that, why don't you? Give us a background of kind of where you've come from, what you're doing, how you got there, and you know, kind of the nickel tour. I like to say. Well, that's that's a, <laughs> a nickel tour in, in less than forty five minutes, right? Um, I've I've been into board games, strategy board games, forever, um, at least twenty something years, and I even have a collection of two hundred and fifty strategy type board games. Um, I, I, maybe, maybe some of your listeners may have heard of some of them like Ticket to Ride or, or Settlers of Catan, neither of which that I own. However, that, that genre of gaming, um, I've been involved for, for 20 plus years. Um, I've also in, been involved in poker that back in, uh, when, when, when Tagent, uh, shut down that we talked about, I, I basically, uh, picked up and moved to Las Vegas for a little while to become a semi-professional poker player, um, didn't do very well and, and it, it has its own set of frustrations. And so I, you know, sort of play recreationally uh, some poker. Um, and then um, back in, uh, I, I'm an IT guy by profession, as you know, and uh, uh, I was wondering how I can, you know, combine IT with, with gaming. And so just by pure coincidence, a friend of mine suggested I try Bridge, um, which is a card game, but I thought, hey, it's it's just a gin rummy kind of game, and you know, I mean, it's not that exciting or interesting to me. But in essence, uh, just to try it, I tried it, and so back in September, on September fourth, I walked into uh, one of the local bridge clubs here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, started my first bridge lesson. And after the first hour and a half, uh, I said, "I'm hooked. How much do you want to continue <laughs> teaching me?" <laughs> Wow. I mean, so uh, I got into bridge. Cool. Yeah, no, no. It, it's just interesting because um one of one of the things that that is so well, apropos about our conversation is I think it was yesterday I actually forwarded you an email from this company called The Hustle, but it's actually their trends uh newsletter. And right. they always like show these trends of what people are searching on the internet and what are business opportunities, right? And since, you know, both of us are entrepreneurial, <laughs> it's like, oh, I wonder what's going on. And I'm scrolling through it and, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot. Of, and sure. all of a sudden I see a trend for online bridge and I'm yeah. all, holy, wow, really? 
maybe Marv's onto something, right? And, yeah. And so I thought I thought that was really interesting because one of the things you know you know we're going through the COVID nineteen pandemic and the shelter in place and a lot of a lot of a lot of places all over the world, obviously. Uh, and one of the most impacted from a social distancing point of view um, is the elderly or older people, P- people right. above sixty or right thereabouts right and yes from what you've talked with me about back when you first started bridge i mean you know you were you one of the youngest people there <laughs> and you know you're <laughs> I, I am the youngest <laughs> yeah yeah you're 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 a little older than me you know i'm 49 yeah I think you're what like 55 or something i'm 56 now 56 now so you're at the like young whippersnapper age <laughs> for, the, for the bridge folks um, yes but but what's interesting is that you know not only um, the social aspect of it, which I already knew because my dad actually used to play, and this was back in the eighties when he, when he worked, he, they would have a bridge kind of card game, right? Uh, you know, at work. Um, but what's fascinating now is that, that, that trends article that was showing this spike in searching for, um, online bridge was because of this social distancing, um, shelter in place and a lot of elderly people that was their main source of, Community. I mean, that was our community. That's right. That's um, right. And, and I so, play with lots of people who uh, their entire social life, you know, the entire, the only reason they get out of the house before, before the quarantine was to go and play bridge. Yeah. Um, you know, so bridge is a very large part of some people's lives. Yeah. And, and the article in trends, which is great, you know, you subscription service. I I'll put it, you know, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes because it's such a great thing. You know, Sam over at the hustle and, and those guys put it together and it's just fascinating stuff. But they're the trend that they were, they were saying there's where the opportunity is, is to help those people, the elderly, um, that are used to getting together when they're retired to socialize. How do we help them in this time of change and online and social distancing help with? that connection right. to community because again that's that was huge and i know yes. i know you're actually trying to do something about it so i'd love nothing more I than am. to kind of explore the entrepreneurial <laughs> opportunity in i don't even know what i want to call i don't want to call it elder tech because <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know the other thing that you were working on is the thing i can never say this Jager- G- uh, you, you say it i screw it up all the time it's generian tech generian tech right <laughs> So why don't you tell right. me a little bit about what you're trying to do online for Bridge? So um, just as many, as many people know, you, you could play online poker and have been able to play online poker for many years um, despite uh, you know, the various legalities there. Um, online, online Bridge has something very similar. And so there is a site or a couple of sites, but there's one primary site out there and they – have a platform for people to play bridge and they also allow um, organizing of tournaments. Um, now bridge itself is very complex. Um, I mean, it, it, there are people who've been playing for decades and still have not mastered it. Um, so um, with online bridge, um, y- you can get on there and play, you know, just for practice with some, with strangers or friends um, or you can arrange tournaments um, if you've got enough people. And so what I did when, when the coronavirus quarantine started, um, I got in touch with someone who has the rights, to the permissions to run one of these tournaments. 
unfortunately not everyone can be given the right to, to run these tournaments and you have to be credentialed and, you know, stuff like that. So and I don't have those credentials since I'm so new to this. Um, coincidentally, I was studying for those credentials when this all started, but I'm not there yet. And so I got in touch with a friend of mine in Los Angeles. Um, his name is Jim. And uh, Jim and I, um, he was able to run these tournaments online. And so we talked and um, he was doing it for uh, some of the players in Los Angeles. And I asked him if we could uh, incorporate some of the players from Las Vegas. And he said, absolutely, yes, he would love to because they don't have enough beginner players in Los Angeles, or at least in that group, to, uh, to get the tournament going every day. So with Las Vegas joining it, and I, and I basically brought in about 25 or 30 friends from Las Vegas that I had met while playing bridge here in Vegas. And then we started having these tournaments. And you know, at first we're thinking, well, we did it today and we did it yesterday. Should we do it again tomorrow? You know, I mean, is there, you know, is, is there too much, you know, not, is there not, is there enough demand to have it on a, on a daily basis? And it turned out, I said, well, let's take a break tomorrow. And a bunch of people said, no, 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 we want to play tomorrow too. <laughs> and, and so it turns out we've been doing it every single day, wow. uh, oh, Monday through Friday. We had tried to start, I had tried weekend games, but they didn't go. Until this coming weekend, when people have said they want to, they 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 want to restart weekend games. So we are having our first Saturday game this week for the uh, first time in in about four weeks. Wow! So you've been doing this for as long as the quarantine's been going on. March March eighteenth was our first tournament, and we've oh. done it every single Monday through Friday, and and even some weekends since then. Wow! And so I know part of the challenge with this. Right. Since, you know, mm -hmm. I guess I'm going to consider you an elder tech expert. You've been, sure. been, been anointed. <laughs> <laughs> I do help a lot of older folks with, with technology these days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, most people can figure it out pretty quick, but like if you're of a certain generation that didn't grow up with it or, you know, it's. Oh, Jar, you have no idea. Some of these, <laughs> some of these I, I mean, you, 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 many of these people do not know how to use technology at all. Um, right. You know, they have a cell phone and many of these people don't even have smartphones. They have the old flip phones. Right. Um, and many of them do have smartphones, but they know how to, they know how to make a phone call on it and, and, or answer a phone call. They don't know how to use the web or the browsers or the apps, um, except maybe to, to read the news or something like that. Um, and so many of these people, you know, you, you tell them how to go, to, you know, go to a, go to a URL, you know, HTTP colon slash slash dot, dot, dot. And they, and they like H H H T, you know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and then you tell them slash and that's a whole, uh, <laughs> that opens up a whole other can of worms. <laughs> so a lot yeah. of this is educating. A lot of what I've done is to help educate, um, a lot of these senior senior folks with uh, yeah. how to even use the internet today and technology. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like, you know, it's going to be happening more and more. I mean, even when social restrictions are lifted and the world starts to open up and, you know, that's going to vary from state to state and city to city. It's going to depend on, you know, local government, which is a great thing. I think that's the most important thing to understand is, you know, there's different realities in different right. places, right? So right. For, for this group of folks who, you know, if their only way of communicating was to go to the bridge tournament, 
you know, to the bridge club. Bridge clubs, right. Literally like a, almost looks like a bingo center. I can imagine with a bunch of tables and <laughs> snacks and coffee. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's just yeah. an empty room with lots of tables and yeah. lots of decks of cards. And, um, and that's their social outlet. Um, that, you know, recreating that the best you can online, I think is a super important thing. And, 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 you know, I mean, again, op- there's an opportunity. I mean, if, if it hits trends <laughs> and trends <laughs> is, is, is like tracking it, that's right. That's, that's pretty like gold standard for me. Right. I mean, right. Um, so, so what, what have been some of the challenges with trying to get these, um, folks that are normally used to getting, you know, in person and that interaction, getting them online? What, what's some have been some of the challenges? Well, so many of these um, folks do not have a computer. Um, they have only a, a, smel- a, a, a cell phone. Um, some of them have tablets, you know, like iPads and Androids, um, but they don't really know how to use them. And so that's, a, that's, a, that's definitely a challenge. And, you know, now the site that we play on, um, you know, does have an app on these, on these platforms, but you know, many of these players don't know how to download, you know, go to, go to an app store and, and download an app. So take it, you know, baby steps, step by step, you know, on how to, how to do that. Um, some folks do have a computer, but they don't know how to use it. They don't know how to use a browser. I, in fact, they don't even know the word browser. You know, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I say, well, go to a browser and go to, you know, www dot, you know, and they, and they go, What's a browser? Um, and, and, and I'm not kidding here. It's 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 frustrating sometimes to have to you know explain you know the very 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 basics of, of how to use the internet in the year 2020. Um, so that's one challenge. Another challenge is sometimes um, some of these people uh, go to the bridge club and they play with you know the, if a bridge you must have a partner right and and it's a game of two partners playing against two partners. Um, and with duplicate bridge, you're playing against the entire room. You know, your partnership is playing against other, you know, the entire room full of partners. Um, so many of these people, their partner doesn't want to play online and, but they want, but they do. And so I need to find and and match up these players and it's, you know, finding partners for people. And some of these people, well, I'm doing a beginner game. I mean, but beginner encompasses a lot of, of territory. And so. You know, I'm I'm uh, I, I have to match up people with with you know similar skills with each other. If you match up someone with you know completely lower skills, they get frustrated as as just the lower skilled player. And if you you know and, and vice versa, so you really have to uh, you know match up, get get a feel for these players' skill levels in bridge, um, and and match them together. And of course, then they they do get together sometimes, and then they call me, and it's like. I'm pulling my hair out. <laughs> this partner just isn't working for me. You got to find me another, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. Um, you know, bridge partners have, has been compared in, in, in bridge, you know, media to, uh, to a marriage. Um, <laughs> and there are many, many separations and divorces and, and, and reconciliations and, yeah, you, you have no like idea. all, like all relationships. So yeah, like so bri- bridge match.com is, going to happen at some point on my is my guess <laughs> exactly and then for some of the more another huge challenge is that for some of the advanced players advanced I, I mean advanced beginners um you know those who have been playing for a year or two or sometimes even five years they want to play for the official points 
Um, and what I'm doing, the, the tournaments that I'm running is not a sanctioned game by the ACBL, the American Contract Bridge League. So we don't, we don't uh, give out any points. Um, and so um, some of the players do want to play for points. And now there are competitors out there who obviously, you know, they see the dollar signs and they also want to help people play. And so some of these other clubs around the country um, are going online and they are charging for their games and awarding points. Um, of course, the beginner players, you know, we don't necessarily want to play. Some of the, 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 the really beginner players do not want to play um, in those because they have no chance of earning points because they're still learning. So my tournament um, caters to, the, to that group. Um, and so um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a big challenge is, is being able to retain enough of the beginners and, and the, you know, the, 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 the beginners who do not want to play for points um, to, uh, to, to stay in the group. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds that way. It so- sounds like a classical, you know, product market fit, you know, uh, how, how to get people to be sticky, I guess. I mean, yes. you know, a lot, a lot of times the people, when they move from in-person to online, right. The, there's different challenges. And I think you mentioned a bunch of them. I mean, you know, who would have known, like, I don't know how to use my computer <laughs> is one. <laughs> or a tablet. Yeah, or a tablet. Or a tablet, right, exactly. But I mean, you know, if you're going to service this demographic, which, you know, includes actually my mom and dad who uh, who are actually pretty tech savvy, surprisingly enough. I mean, my my first computer was a one that my dad and I built in the basement. So, you know, he he was you know, intimate with that sort of stuff. And he's a gadget guy. My mom doesn't even own a computer, but she's got a smartphone. And so everything she does on the smartphone and she's got a tablet as well. So, you know, there are those within this demographic that, that are somewhat technology literate. I wouldn't call them savvy to a certain degree. I mean, but literate and can do stuff, but boy, that's a pretty big, like, Okay, this is what a mouse is. <laughs> and 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 I know, you know, the 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 IT services stuff that you do and you know again, that's yes. how that's how we met at Tagent. You you were our IT guy. Um for the same demographic must just have the same challenges. So, you know, people looking to service this in this this demographic of people. I mean, what are some of the things that you you learned along the way? Because I mean, again, you are now anointed the elder tech folk. Right. <laughs> that <I don't, laughs> you're the only one I know. So uh, you're, you're right. anointed. So so what are some of the things that they have frustrations with that you've been able to help them with? And, and you know, just so, you know, because I, I think what's interesting is that, you know, we all have, you know, parents or grandparents or people in our lives that are in this category, at least most of us. Do. Right. And we all want to help them. And some of us that are tech savvy have done the IT support for mom and dad and grandma and have been yes. frustrated. You know, what are some sure. tips that you would have to kind of interact with the, for elder tech? Well, first of all, I realize that many of these people, especially those who are playing bridge are very intelligent people. Um, yes, they're older and they have the, you know, the trials of being older and thinking a little bit slower than many people in their, you know, thirties and forties. Um, but they're very highly intelligent people, um, and they, uh, you know, they, they, they just need to be, you know, 
have someone with patience explain to them what an HTTP, you know, what HTTP means, you know, and what a browser is. And once you show them, you know, and sometimes it takes two or three times, but once you actually show them, then they get it. And then they start asking, you know, oh, what is Google? You know, how do I search for something? How do I look for something? What is Google? <laughs> what is Google? Right. I've heard of Google. What is it? Oh, wow. You know? um, yeah, wow. exactly. Um, and, and some of them, well, um, my, my, you know, some, some of them have kids or grandkids in other states and they say, you know, I, I'd love to see them, you know, and, and you know, can I, so what, let's step back here for a second. One of the things that I do is that after every one of our tournaments, I hold a, a Zoom conference for anyone who participated and wants to join the conference and go over some of the, some of the play from, from, the, from the tournament. So many people had never used Zoom before or any other video conferencing. And so now we have video conferences every day to, uh, and, and so if you know, I have to go over with them how to install Zoom and how to join a meeting and how to turn on the camera and, you know, start, you know, turn off, you know, turn on uh, the mute, the, the sound settings and stuff like that. So now they're wondering, oh, how do I do this with my grandkids? Right, 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 <laughs> you know? right, right. So stuff totally. like that. Um, and now in terms of bridge, you know, many of them know how to score bridge, but when they play at the clubs after a tournament, they would get a, a printout and it would show who, who finished in first, who finished in second. And they don't really, um, they didn't really, some, some of them did not take the time to understand. They, they know they finished in first or they finished in second, but they don't really understand why they finished in first or second. And now with, now that they've got the time to sit at their computer and focus or sit on their phone and focus, um, they can look at the results now and there's more results on obviously online than you'd ever get in a club. You know, I mean, everything is recorded and, and can be played back and you can play hypotheticals. You know, what if I had done that? You know, what if I played the two of clubs instead of the five of diamonds? You know, what, what would the result be? And so now the question, now the, the point that I've done is I started making videos to explain how to use the interface to a greater depth, um, you know, in, in terms of evaluating scores and, and uh, seeing what the you know what cards were played and when and why did this partnership beat that partnership and you know how did you do in, in relation to the other partnerships and now it's beginning to click with many of them as to why if they come in second place why they came in second place and not first place whereas in the club they never really took the time to understand that hmm. so this sort of big data bridge <laughs> so to speak uh, has really allowed for some more kind of in-depth tuning of the game. I mean, kind of like probably what yes. happens in poker. I mean, what, what's interesting about, because we had talked about this, difference between poker online and bridge online. You know, mm -hmm. poker has got World Series of Poker. There's money at stake. Yeah. You know, there's 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 a lot of, uh, you know, strategy and technique. Not to say yes. there's not strategy and technique in bridge, but it seems like the motivations are a little different. And if you look at, online poker which pretty much every age plays right i mean you I yes you know uh, there's probably not a, an age that doesn't play it. but when you look at bridge it's only kind of older people yeah Why do you and that's that a real problem and, and the older people actually want younger people I, yeah. I can't tell you how many i mean now that i've gotten to be known you know among some of the, this community here in las vegas um many of them want younger it, it's a constant uh, uh, complaint of theirs that they, they don't have younger people in the game and what can I do to bring younger people 
in the 50s <laughs> you know, into the game. Jerry, I kid you not, I have partners who are 90 years old in Bridge. Wow. And I'm not exaggerating. Wow. I'm not kidding. I, I have partners who are 90 years old. Wow. So That's they amazing. want younger people in the game. And yeah. I have some ideas for recruiting younger people. I'm hoping that this podcast, for example, reaches some younger people. Yeah. And maybe one or two of your listeners out there, you know, would, would be interested in joining. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to start making some YouTube videos also um, to try to explain the, the benefits and, and the complexities of, of Bridge to younger people. Yeah, because the um, the trends article that I was talking about, uh, mm -hmm. they had what was really interesting is they had the breakdown of who plays bridge, and yeah. it's like forty million people in the U.S. know how to play, but it's something like I don't know, it's less than a million, or it, it was either six million or a million people actually play it. Yeah, and if you looked at the demographic, it's like sixty five and older. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's like it's true. You know, uh, and, but it used to not be that way in the 50s, apparently. Apparently, like when my dad played, that was in the 80s. You know, he yeah. wasn't, you know, he was still working and they had a game at the lunch table, right? They'd all play. And, and he was actually, he, he played it a lot. I was trying to, right. he would always talk, he would always try to get us to play, but I'm like, I'm not really into card games, but he, he was really into it. So, you know, I, I, I wonder why, you know, like, you know, well, since you've played poker and you've played bridge, you've played both. Right. So I played with the 20s and I played with the 90s. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Between, right? So what, what is the real, like, what's the gap, right? What's, what's, what's preventing bridge from being poker? Well, I, I think there's a lot of, of I mean, that, that's, and that's constantly debated in the bridge community as well. Because um, they do know that poker is extremely popular, especially among the younger people. So, in bridge, there's really no money involved. Um, you, you're playing basically for the, the bragging rights and these points, you know, in, in, when playing at the clubs, you, you know, the physical clubs, there are these points that are awarded. But the points are not redeemable for anything, right? It's just a, it's just a, a lifelong permanent record of your points um, and how, you know, how well you've done on a tournament-by-tournament tournament basis. Um, with poker... There's real money online, you know, and that's, that provides the rush, I think, for many people. Um, sure, when I was playing poker, it's, it's really very, very satisfying to come home after, you know, two or three or four hours of playing poker with, you know, $300 more in your pocket than you went with. Of course, it's also just as, as disappointing to come home with $300 less than you went with, you know. Um, and of course, you know, poker involves sometimes thousands of dollars. I mean, I was playing for hundreds, but some of these people were playing for thousands and tens of thousands. Yeah, high stake, high stake stuff is way high stake way stuff. Yeah, high With bridge, there's none of that. I mean, there is no money involved. You're not playing for anything except for the uh, the points. The you know the the, the, the bragging rights. Um, but bridge, I think, is also extremely satisfying in in another way that poker just doesn't touch upon. That people just don't. You know, many people just don't seem to uh, internalize. And that is, you know, bridge, there's a lot, a lot of strategy in bridge. Um, and to score well and to understand, you know, you know, the nuances um, of bridge, just like the nuances in poker, but nuances in bridge. And, you know, for those who don't have bankrolls of tens of thousands of dollars to play poker, you know, bridge is a, is a very, you know, is a great substitute. Do you think that bridge has made you a better poker player? No, but I think poker has made me a better bridge player. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there bluffing in bridge? I don't even know. 
is a small concept of what they call sykes you know in in bridge Uh but um i i it's it's not very common and uh it's not as a it's not as cutthroat as poker is huh and and you think it's because of the money i think money has a big big part of that yeah i think money is a big has to do a lot of that um and in poker you know especially living here in Vegas and being part of the poker scene here in Las Vegas, you know, while you see many of the same players all the time, you have this constant influx of, of tourists and, and new poker players coming in. Whereas in the clubs and even now in the online groups, it's the same people over and over and over, you know what I mean? So um, that's, you know, it, it's, it's, it would be nice to have a, a larger influx of, of newcomers into bridge. What do you think it would take to do that? Yeah, that's a good question, Jerry. Um, I would love to be able to, I, I mean, I have some ideas. I'd love to be able to approach schools, um, you know, e- as, e- even junior high school, as young as junior high school. Um, you know, many of the, I mean, kids love to play games. Yeah, right? it's true. So, you know, um, it's a matter of, uh, you know, um, reaching out to the to the right audience and, you know, uh, and having the, the budget to do so and having the, uh, the connections to be able to, uh, you know, to be able to present to, uh, you know, to the younger people and, and see, you know, who, who you touch, you know, who, who, who's going to be, uh, you know, touched by what they, or what they see and, and, you know, yeah. can appreciate. Yeah, totally. Um, so what, what do you think there. about, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, bumping your microphone. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it, you know, it's live, folks. It's live. Um, so yeah, I mean, what do you think of the? Is, do you think it could also be it's because it's complex and there's scoring and you have to have a partner and all that sort of stuff? Or yeah, I mean, that's a big part of it. With poker, you can walk into a casino and, and by yourself with money and just down at any table and start playing. With bridge, you have to have a partner, and it's a. I mean, you have to be on the same wavelength as your partner you have to talk strategy before you play and you have to evaluate the boards after you play the boards meaning the decks of cards um you have to evaluate each hand after you play in poker you know it's it's a much more of a solo game um even if you evaluate and you and you know you study poker you know with the books and the videos it's it's very much solo um activity with bridge it's it's definitely a partnership just like just like we said it's 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 a it's almost like a marriage where you have to communicate and talk and work out strategy. And, you know, if I bid, if I bid one club, what am I saying? What am I meaning? You know, uh, it, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot of communication. And so, yeah, that's a big problem. Um, but of course, you know, I mean, with, with a greater field of players um, in bridge, you're more likely to find a partner with whom you have chemistry and communication. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, bridgematch.com. <laughs> has to happen in some point bridge bridge, t- bridge tinder <laughs> well yeah a little bit yeah that's the elder tech we won't talk about <laughs> but yeah. no i mean it is it is sort of interesting because i think you know poker you can kind of see i mean and it and it was never always that way like p- poker was something you could always play but it never got to like this huge, massive surge until you could play online and there's a world series of poker. And then, you know, you right. got your, you always had your kind of card games with buddies and, you right. know, the, the skill level, quote unquote, I think is a lot lower to start playing poker. Right. I mean, it, right. it's a very tough game to master, but 
you know, you could teach someone poker, you know, a friendly game in a night and be going. D- does it does it take longer to teach folks bridge? would seem so because there's like a partnership involved, but I mean, how long does it take to actually? Yeah. Learn? I mean, poker, you, the, the rules of poker can be taught in a matter of, you know, an hour. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, obviously the strategy is very, very, that, that takes years to understand, you know, because poker is strat is uh, psychology and math. Um, bridge is not so much psychology. It's, it's communication. Um, and so being able to learn the, Quote, there's a word in there's a concept in bridge called the conventions and many of those conventions are based on your partnership agreement so what one partnership may do with you know with their bidding for example another partnership may have totally different uh you know conventions to go with that bidding um but there are some general rules and it doesn't take that long to learn it um it takes a long time to master it and to uh, you know, to really internalize it but it's it's like anything else, you know. Anything that's worth learning takes time. You don't become an expert overnight at anything, whether it be poker or bridge or or any other game. So, um, so so if you play online, you have to have a partner. There's like no AI version where you, you can you can play online just against uh, AIs. Um, but you, you know, for that, you, you're just practicing. Mean, it's just solitaire. Yeah, you, yeah. It's the equivalent of solitaire. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Um, it's it's kind of. I mean, I think it's kind of boring. Uh, <laughs> but if you wanted to, like, it, it's great to learn. Yeah, I think I think this is the the thing I'm trying to get at in terms of people wanting to learn in the quickest way possible, which is the most comfortable. And then, obviously, I think when the component of I need another person to actually play, and that person is kind of like ballroom dance. Like, I have a cousin that does ballroom dance, right? Yeah, I've never been to a ballroom dance thing in my entire life. Sure. Until one day she's like, oh, why don't you come see us dance? And I'm like, you do this competition? It's a ballroom dance competition. I mean, and this, her partner is not her husband. You know, she's married and everything. But the partnership between ballroom dance is, you know, they have to practice. And it's some of these competitions. I mean, I've only gone to one, so I can't, I'm not an expert. But <laughs> I mean, they're like the whole day or the whole night sure. where they're doing these different dances and the foxtrot or whatever. I mean, and they're younger, yes. they're like younger than me. So it's a different, it's just a, such an interesting um, kind of, I wouldn't call it a metaphor per se, because I think it would take a lot more practice to, 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 to obviously master ballroom dance and in a competition and everything, but similar, you have to have a partner to do it. And seems like things you have that, to have a partner. Yeah. Right. Things like, seems like things where you have to have someone else, um, are a little harder to get traction on. I mean, you know, there's yes. sports teams where, you know, like you play pickup basketball or soccer league or whatever, where you got to get folks together. I wonder if there's any, I don't know. I wonder if it has any, has anyone kind of figured it out in the elder tech type arena, similar to like, how do you get people to play online bridge? Is there like some thing that you know of that maybe like, oh, wow, they're just, for whatever reason, this is taking off with the with the elderly or the. Well, I mean, w- even with my group, right? I mean, we started with twenty or twenty five people, and now it's up to sixty something. You know, so what happens is if they tell their friends, and their friends tell their friends, etc. Um, and even with uh, you know, with par- yes, you must have a partner, 
but many people are open to playing with new partners. Mm. And so, like I said, I, I match up partnerships. Uh, people have never, never met, never talked before their lives. And now they talk on the phone at first and say, okay, what do you play and how do you play? And, you know, okay, let's play, you know, let's play tomorrow. Um, so that's, that happens often. Um, so the, the, the game is growing, I think, um, especially with, you know, the quarantine. So now I have, I mean, while we started with Las Vegas and Los Angeles, now we have people in Kentucky and Washington, and we even have some international players. Wow. One of my players invited her friend in, in, in the UK. Wow. So, wow. and I just got call, a call today from one of my other players who asked if she can invite her friend from South Africa. Wow. So, so, you know, stuff is, you know, it, 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 it's beginning to grow and it's nice to have, you know, the, the beginner, you know, no pressure, uh, avenue online for many of these people. And, and in during these games, I mean, you can't talk to each other, right? Right. It, you cannot cheat. Yeah. You, you should not be cheating. Right. And, and, and cause in normal, in normal bridge, when you're, you know, in, in a room, right. The partners can't communicate to each other they are only like bid or whatever i don't like that's right know the, the, yeah you're communicating with bidded with, with bids. yes online they are just like looking at a screen they're not like seeing the you know like they're, my guess is that if you're a, if you have a good partner like in any like in life and like in anything you can kind of read their facial expressions when they're doing stuff yes um, yeah makes it probably a little bit harder online it does, and also um, no, no. But it's also more true to more true to the spirit of bridge, in that you're not supposed to make facial expressions or or sigh, you know, <laughs> um, you know, like you like you can in, in the clubs. You should not be doing that in the clubs. It, obviously, human nature. People do. Yeah, no, people are people, huh. right? So online, you know, and, and in the clubs, even there's a there's a quote a rule where you cannot hesitate for extremely long when you're playing. Um, and, but when you're playing online, sometimes people are, are, are hesitating because they can't find the right button to push. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a technology issue. Not really exactly. Exactly. Not to either. mention what happens, you know, when people, uh, you were asking me earlier about, you know, issues, ma- major issues, major issues is when, you know, an internet connection goes down, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then what happens, you're, you're holding up the entire table, you know, um, because your internet connection is going down. So stuff like that. Hmm. So are there anything other kind of elder tech things that you're going to try to model this off of? I mean, anything that comes to mind that's been wildly successful for that demographic? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. And, I, and I've, I've started to think about it, but I don't have any, any concrete answers for you there. If anybody, if any of your listeners do, I'd love to talk with them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should, maybe I should go dig into the, to the trends stuff and see see what it says because i mean again the, I, i'm right. a fan i'm a fan of the hustle and i'm a fan of trends just because i like i right. really like what they do so they they're usually i definitely really do want to i definitely do want to say that i want to grow the group right. so right. um and and while I'm, I'm currently doing this basically for free um people are donating some money you know to help keep it going because they realize that i spend hours and hours a day wow. working on this that's great so people are donating um but i'm not charging anything and i would love to grow the group further um and i there's no reason why i can't grow it you know to the entire country and beyond yeah so so do you think that this is going to be a new trend i mean reality of where we're at in the world you know Uh, the world will open up again but will (laughs) well (laughs) i think so (laughs) 
I think yeah. so because we've gone through these sort of things before and while it may look a little different and we may have some it may take time to it quote, may take a lot of time. Yeah, quote unquote go back to normal. Right. I do think that a lot of people are gonna want to connect online and I think this particular demographic, the the elderly for lack of a better word, or the you know, the ones that ha- are, you know, retired or, you know, you know, and even in that demographic, you know, there is a lot of social isolation in general. I mean, depending on, cause you're not at work. So you don't have that social connection unless you foster it. This right. seems like a good way to keep those social connections strong. Cause we all know that if you've got strong social connections, you have meaning in your life. You're going to be healthier. You're going to be happier. You're going to that's live right. longer. You're going to have, you're going to feel better about yourself. Um, right. And that's important because, you know, we're all human and we all kind of need that connection and that purpose and meaning different, various stages of our life. It changes. So, right. This has certainly helped me greatly. I mean, uh, you know, for the last month and a half or so that I've been doing this, um, it, it's helped me greatly to, I mean, I, I look forward to waking up and, and, you know, administering and playing bridge, you know, and then, and then going over the, the, you know, going over and reviewing the hands afterwards with various people online, you know, and through zoom. So it helps me, and I've been told by many of my players that it's helping them tremendously. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think so. I mean, we're we're starting to see a lot of this technology being applied um, because it has to be. It's sort of like the forcing function. Like, oh, do you ever think that you couldn't go to work? Well, now you can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't go to the bridge club. Oh, no, what do I do? Uh, what's this doohickey thing, Zoom, FaceTime? Right. How do I talk to, you know? It's a forcing function because it's forcing people to really realize like what is out there. And I do think it's, it's extremely valuable and, and, and it's interesting again, like I never would have thought I'd be talking about bridge and elder tech (laughs) on this podcast. But, but the thing that's really great about that is that, you know, there's opportunity to help and serve a community in pretty much every demographic. And a lot of people don't necessarily look at those that are again in the elder tech space because yes you know it's hard to do i mean you mentioned a couple of things that are challenging like what happens if they don't know anything about technology and you have a technology right. solution what do you do i mean i remember there was this phone i think it was called jitterbug back in the i think it's probably still around it was literally like just a phone it, it was a <laughs> cell phone it just made calls it, it didn't do anything else and you know took off like wildfire <laughs> because yeah I mean, you know, back in the day, you had a phone to make phone calls, not to do everything sure. else. I mean, I don't really right. even, like use my phone to, to make phone right. calls. I mean, I do, but you know, it's a different mindset and a different mentality. Uh, and I think it just goes to show that there's just opportunity to be of service and have and you know, be entrepreneurial anywhere. And yes, I do think it's really fascinating what you're trying to do. And so, thanks. Yeah, uh, good luck uh, with it all. Thank you very much. Maybe one day you can teach me actually how to play bridge. I know. I would love to, Jared. I've offered. (laughs) I know you have, and I've said no. (laughs) Not not because I don't want to learn something new. It's just because I've got a lot too many things to learn right now. But I, you know, again, I saw how my dad. I mean, he did it all the time. He doesn't do it anymore. And Mm -hmm. but but yeah, I mean, you know, Marv. great thing you're trying to do so uh, thank you very much jerry appreciate you being on the podcast and uh, stay safe for having me thanks for listening to the entrepreneur ethos podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did creating it my hope is that you learned something that can make you a little bit better 
If you enjoyed the podcast, please do share it with friends and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also join my email list by visiting thedailymba.com to get my thoughts on what I'm doing to get better, as well as what I'm working on. You can also pick up my book, The Entrepreneur Ethos, if you want to learn the traits, values, and beliefs that I think we need to build a more ethical, inclusive, and resilient entrepreneur, and frankly, world community. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at The Daily MBA and let me know if you have any questions or recommendations for a guest that you'd like me to talk to. Also, drop me a note if you try anything we talked about in this or any other episode. I'd love to hear what's working for you. Until next time, keep getting better. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.